Wild needed this one tonight. Five to four shootout win for the Minnesota Wild. We have a lot to discuss. So let's rev things up with tonight's Locked on Wild postcast. You are Locked on Wild postcast. Part of Locked on Minnesota on the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's up, everybody? Welcome into a Lockdown Wild postcast after a very exciting 5-4 to shootout win for the Minnesota Wild. And it's a game that the Wild absolutely needed because I don't know what the vibe would have been if you complete the comeback but then end up losing in a shootout. Uh, this was a roller coaster game, and it features... It featured a lot of resilience by the Minnesota Wild, I think, first and foremost. But I don't want to exaggerate the point that I said right after the um, the game. I think Marc-Andre Fleury saved the season tonight. And it's not as though he was particularly tested in net. But to have Philip Gustafson have just the the rocky start that he did three goals allowed in the first four shots. If you go to flurry and he can't uh, settle things down in the net, then this ends up being another probably ugly loss, but the team responded. Dean Evison talked about it in the, uh, the post game in that they challenged the leadership group for this team. They challenged the alternate captains to step up after that first period and boy did they ever that is some of the most dominant five on five play you will ever see from the minnesota wild um they had in the let's let's go period by period they held the new york rangers without a shot for the first eight minutes of the second period they held the rangers to i think one shot in the final seven minutes of the third period, and the Rangers only cleared the puck three different times. I mean, some of these numbers for these uh, lines for the Minnesota Wild, uh, the ex- expected goals percentage. Listen to this. Marcus Johansson, Ryan Hartman, and Matt Zuccarello, they were on the ice for nine minutes and 10 seconds together. Their expected goals percentage, which the percentage of time that a goal is going to be scored by a particular team, it was at 92%. So 92% of the nine minutes and 10 seconds that Marcus Johansson, Ryan Hartman, and Matt Zuccarello were on the ice, it was if there was a goal scored, it was going to be by the Minnesota Wild. Absolutely dominated the Rangers in this one tonight. Uh, the keys, as we talked about, the Wilds did not put the Ranger power play on display more than just one time. So the Wild did a really good job of keeping that Rangers power play off of the ice. And it's an absolute, I mean, if not for Jonathan Quick standing on his head a lot in the second and third periods, this is uh, this is probably one that the Wild win in regulation. Um because they just they had everything that they wanted in the the second and third periods and it was just it was relentless pressure it was the rangers finally get the it looked like 
what we've seen from the Minnesota Wilds in the uh, the first handful of games of the season, where the Wilds are able to maybe get the puck out to the neutral zone, and the the opponent gets it right back in. The Rangers did that tonight, where they barely got the puck out, and um, the Wild brought it right back in. And it starts from the top. It starts from that new top line. Kaprizov, Rossi, Boldy. Folks, I think you roll with that for as long as you can. Because those three guys have got some mojo together. And I think it starts and ends with the guy in between, Matt Boldy and Kirill Kaprizov. Rossi, another goal tonight, leading the NHL, technically tied. But I'm going to say leading the NHL anyway with um, with five goals. And he just continues to build and build and build and just add impressive games to his ledger every time he plays. Rossi tonight, he had 22 minutes, 44 seconds, which was second amongst Minnesota Wild forwards in this one tonight. 22 minutes. 44 seconds. He scored a goal. He had five minutes, 43 seconds of time on the power play. He had seven seconds on the penalty kill. But again, the wild only were tested once on the penalty kill. And just, he just continues to be one of the brightest spots on this Minnesota wild team. And I think you keep him Kaprizov and Boldy together for a, a while. And so it starts with that line, but let's not overlook what we saw from Marcus Johansson, Matt Zuccarello, and Ryan Hartman. That line was fantastic tonight, too. Zuccarello had a goal, and um, you just saw some really good things from that combination. Oh, and then Jewel Erickson X scored with his new line mates of Marcus Felino and Pat Maroon. That line was able to uh, throw some, some of their body weight around. Um, Felino ended up with four hits. And Pat Maroon had uh, one himself. But, I mean, even, even with Maroon now dropping down to the, uh, the third line, he still played over 17 minutes in this game. And it was, all, it was good minutes. That third line's got some mojo, too. Oh, and then you have the fourth line, and they continue to do their things, too. So it, it just all in all, it was what we've been waiting for from this team. We've seen glimpses of it. And yes, I know the Wild were trailing 3 nothing early on. But this is about as close to a full game performance as we've seen. I'm not counting the game against Montreal because Montreal was Montreal could not get out of their own way in that game. This is about as close to a full effort as the Minnesota Wild had tonight. Two periods, the second and third period were outstanding. And again, I think it comes down to Dean Evison challenging the uh, alternate captains here tonight. Kirill Kaprizov, Marcus Foligno, and uh, Jewel Erickson Eck standing in for Jared Spurgeon. He challenged them. He said, you guys got to be more vocal. And Marcus Foligno, as Dean Evison said after the game, Foligno talked to the team after the first period, after the game, and looked for more from Kaprizov and Erickson Eck. And so I think after a strenuous practice on Friday, this coaching staff 
trying to get the message across that what we have seen so far this season is unacceptable. And you're starting to see the message really hit home that this team needs to just play. They need to play what we the style that we saw tonight. They need to keep that going, keep the pressure going, and they they get rewarded because guess what? The more you pressure the opponents on offense, the less time you spend in your own defensive zone. 18 shot attempts for the New York Rangers tonight. That was it. If you pressure offensively, you take pressure off of your defense. And so for the Minnesota Wild, until they get Jared Spurgeon back and until they can fix what ails the defense, the offense needs to take the lead. This has been a great 5-on-5 five five team so far this season. They need to take the lead, and they need to make that the focal point of this team. I know they want to play good defense and have solid goaltending, but you need to let the offense lead right now. Let the offense do their thing. Let the offense lead this team because, folks, those four lines looked good tonight. So there's a lot of good to take. We still have a lot to discuss because we got to talk about Gus Bus. That was rough early on, and uh, he did not end up factoring into the decision because of the play by Marc-Andre Fleury to bail him out. So we have a ton more to get to here on tonight's Lockdown Wild postcast. We will continue the discussion as we continue tonight's Lockdown Wild postcast after this. Tonight's Lockdown Wild postcast is brought to you by Parkview Advance. As a business owner, you realize there are times when receivables might fall behind. But that doesn't mean you need to fall behind on vendor payments, payroll, or rent. For more than 25 years, Parkview Advance has helped businesses secure working capital. From $5,000 to $1.5 million, Parkview Advance can approve your working capital in as little as 24 hours. It's a much easier process than you might imagine. We invite the many entrepreneurs that are locked on NHL fans to learn more by calling us at 203-675-0071 or go to parkviewadvance.com. If your business needs working capital, call Parkview Advance today. Parkview Advance, helping businesses with their working capital. Go to parkviewadvance.com. Tonight's Lockdown Wild postcast is also brought to you by Indeed. When you're drafting your fantasy team, do you ever wish you could do the same thing with your business team? If you're building a roster to win the league, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all with Indeed. Candidates you invite to apply through Instant Match are three times more likely to apply to your job than other candidates who only see it in search, according to U.S. Indeed data. And in the amount of time we've been talking about Indeed, 16 hires have been made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. Indeed knows when you're growing your own business, you have to make every dollar count. That's why with Indeed, you only pay for quality applications that match your must-have job requirements. Visit Indeed.com slash locked on to start hiring now. Just go to Indeed.com slash locked on. That's Indeed.com slash locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Welcome back to tonight's Lockdown Wild postcast. The Minnesota Wilds come away with a 5-4 to four shootout win over the New York Rangers. And uh, for the Wilds, they snap a four-game losing streak. And it feels like a performance that they can hopefully build off of heading on to a tricky road trip starting on Tuesday. Games against the Islanders, the Rangers, and the Buffalo Sabres. So, Let's get to the conversation here tonight, and uh, we'll shout out some comments that uh, that we see as I uh, scroll through them here. Michael, starting things off, I demand Rossi votes for the Calder Trophy. Honestly, if he keeps this up, he is going to get more than votes. He's going to be a finalist because leading the NHL in goals for rookies, um, he has been every bit of what we had hoped he could be so far this season. And now we're seeing him continue it getting top line minutes um, as the season rolls on. So it's going to be very fun to see what Rossi's able to do. I still have that quote in my head of him saying he just shows up every day and tries to do his best. He's doing more than that so far for the Minnesota wilds here um, as they go. Shark Boy Ben, 98 shot attempts. We dominated them. Yes, we did. Uh, and again, continued pressure. It takes pressure off your defense. The Wild didn't have to do a ton defensively here tonight because the Rangers hardly held the puck. And that's about the best way that they could have helped Marc-Andre Fleury out coming in in relief of Philip Gustafson um, by just continuing to push the issue on the offensive end. Push push, attack, attack. Guys are winning puck battles all night long, creating turnovers at the top of the uh, Rangers zone, just continuing to push the issue. I, that that final stretch of the, of the third period, it was almost like the Wild were on a power play, but they were playing at even strength and they still were able to continually hold the zone and uh, just continue to generate chances. Unless John, If Jonathan Quick is even... 80% of what he was tonight wild win that game in regulation six to four. I don't think that game even gets to overtime with how dominant the wild were and how many chances they were creating down the stretch. Now we do have to talk about on the flip side, the fact that Philip Gustafson let in um, some softies to start the game. And it has not been a good start for Philip Gustafson so far this season. Uh, I, I, I don't know what exactly is uh, is causing the issue. I know commenters have suggested in previous videos that uh, he's got to tell the league has kind of figured out that you can beat Gustafson um, on his blocker side up above the shoulder um, glove side. I mean, so it, it just is going to come down to Gustafson having to have a sit down and try to get things figured out. Freddie Shabbat going to have to go over some film. They're going to have to get that figured out. It's no different than what we saw last year um, in the early part of the season. It's just these guys need to settle down. Gustafson just needs to get back to doing what he does best. Um, and I think he's guessing a little bit too much here uh, to start the season. I think he's trying to anticipate where the puck's going to go as opposed to simply reacting to where it is. it ends up and making the saves. He's just trying to be a little bit too anticipatory, which is leading to him getting beat. I I'm 
hoping that Gustafson's able to uh, to get things figured out. I'm sure he will. But at this point, it's it's kind of scary because it just doesn't seem like he's the same guy we saw last year. Um, that being said, I think you roll with Flurry for now. Maybe give Gustafson a few days just to try to get his head right before you throw him back in the net. Marc-Andre Fleury is a veteran. He is no stranger to these types of situations, and I think that's why we've seen the Wild be so adamant about having this be more of a split than a one, uh, a one G and a backup, so that in the instance that something like this happens, they have another guy who's ready to step in and isn't coming ice cold off the bench. So I think you roll with Flurry through these next couple starts at least. Probably going to get one in the back-to-back on Thursday and Friday. But um, I go with Gus against the Islanders, or uh, Flurry against the Islanders. Ride the hot hand. Flurry looked good in his relief appearance uh, for the, um, the Gus bus here tonight. Let's go to Gary, who says Addison and Mermis played well tonight. Uh, Dakota Mermis, I thought, was fantastic. Um, he had some great plays, including the one where there was a Rangers player directly behind the net trying to figure out if he was going to pass it to one side or the other. And he committed, and Mermis stuck his stick out and got on the puck and created a turnover. He just, Mermis just is, I think, not trying to do too much which is preferable to uh, the guy that we saw in the press box tonight, John Merrill, who doesn't really do a ton of anything. So I, I think Mermis has certainly earned an opportunity to continue to play with this Minnesota wild team. And um, we'll, we'll see if they're uh, able to um, keep that up here as the season rolls along uh now for michael why can't they play this way every game if i knew i'd tell you because um it's infuriating to have these slow starts and it's funny tonight because as was noted after the game the wild did get off to a good start before the three goals just happened um bam 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 they, they played well in the first probably 60 seconds or so. And I think the key is what Dean said after the game is that the Wild didn't go away from what they were trying to do just because they were down by three goals. They just kept pressuring, kept attacking, and it ended up leading to them being able to take the lead and then eventually win the game in the shootout. And I think that's been the difference that we've seen from this team early on in the season um, because... I think in a few of the early games, they just kind of went away from from everything that they were doing. Um, and if they would have stayed the course, maybe they get into a few more of those games. But tonight it was uh, stay the course and uh, come away with a win. It was all because John Merrill was off the ice. <laughs> Merrill eats popcorn. <laughs> Honestly, I thought Damon Hunt uh, played well here tonight as well. Um, it, honestly, I, I just don't really see what the appeal is for a guy like John Merrill. I think Dakota Mermis has shown far and away that he's better. And so I think at this point, 
I know he's a good vibes guy, but I think you can still provide those vibes in practice, not on the ice for uh, for some of these games. Uh, just looking at uh, some of the other comments here, too. And again, the Wild will be playing the Islanders coming up on Tuesday. Uh, let's go to Quadrum. Marco Rossi looks like a completely different player. Even Kaprizov looked himself in the ozone with his spinning and controlling the puck. Once he and Boldy got going to get going, look out. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, that that top line was absolutely unreal here uh, tonight. And so if they can continue to keep that rolling, um, that's going to be a line that is hard to contend with um, for anybody here uh, this season. Denny is here. What's happening? Denny, glad to have you along. Look what happens when you add speed. They really dominated. I, I mean, honestly, speed and skill are going to win you games a lot of the time. And so by taking that top line and just allowing them to, to run wild against this Rangers team, look at how that paid off. Um, it's, it's just, it, it was just so much fun to watch here, um, here tonight. Denny also predicted a win tonight. As long as Dean doesn't change the lineup. Now we're back. See, we just needed to get one um, just needed to get back into the win column. And uh, now it looks like this is uh, hopefully something that is going to uh, be able to propel them forward. Jeremy, you're only a good vibes guy. If you're on ice play, doesn't completely kill the team's defensive abilities. <laughs> I can't argue there. Um, all in all, I, I think this is just a springboard game for this Minnesota wild team. Um, I'm hoping that that's the case because these line combinations looked great. I know it was a New York Rangers team that was missing some key pieces, but again, Jonathan quick played really well tonight and still gave up four goals. So I, I think if you, I think if you get Igor Shesterkin in net, honestly, I, I don't know. I don't know what happens if Shesterkin maybe just makes more saves, but I think the thing that ultimately led to the wild winning this was just continuing to attack and continuing to pepper the zone with shots. Um, okay. So let's get uh consensus on how this road trip is going to go. I want to hear from everybody. So light them up in the comments, New York Islanders on Tuesday, New York Rangers on Thursday, Buffalo Sabres on Friday. Let's discuss what we think the Wild will do. How many wins? How many wins of the three games right now before looking at any of the goalie matchups, any of those things? What do we think the Wilds get of the next three? You got the Islanders. Islanders are a slower team. They've got great goaltending. They've got some opportunistic scoring. You get the same Rangers team, but they're going to be able to dictate the matchups on their home ice on Thursday. And then a Buffalo Sabres team that was the talk of the NHL last year. And now this year they are not playing up to that uh, same level that they did 
last year. We've already got a couple of comments saying we're taking the entire state of New York by storm uh, sweep. New York is a garbage state. We go three and all shark boy, Ben saying New York sweep urban mentioning depends on what wild team shows up. This one wins all three. The other one loses all three. And it's, it's hard to disagree with that because this has been very Jekyll and Hyde from the Minnesota wild here so far this season. If they push the pace and dictate the tempo, they're capable of it. We just saw it. If they push the pace and dictate the tempo, they're going to win. They're going to get back into the win column and win games this year. Justin saying three and all, I'm ready to be heard again. That's the quintessential Minnesota Wilds experience. Minnesota sports experience is that we get a little taste. And then the next time we get an opportunity for the main course, the waiter spills the food. And so I, I'm really, I'm optimistic. I'm back up off the back up off the floor after what we saw over the uh, last four games. And honestly, all Dean Evison needs to do is show the tape of the second and third periods and say, we need this every night. We need this level of compete, this level of effort. If you are a pack of bloodthirsty wolves out there, there may be some teams that are able to outrun you, but you're going to more often than not come away with wins if you just have that killer pack mentality, as the Wild did here tonight. Danny mentioning the first line is scary good. It seems to have started to get the uh, Kaprizov bus rolling. Um, and Matt Boldy and Marco Rossi, they had some great chemistry. I mean, they got opportunities in overtime. Those two were out there um, in the overtime. And Dean Evison has shown full faith in Marco Rossi. There's your headline for this game. Marco Rossi has full faith from the Minnesota Wild coaching staff. There is not a situation right now that the Minnesota Wild coaching staff does not trust Marco Rossi. That's the thing. That's the encouragement that we can take from the early part of the season. He's worked his way all the way up to the top. He's playing on the top power play. Now, special teams tonight as well was interesting because the Wild did not score a goal. But honestly, I think... I'm going to attribute more of that to Jonathan Quick tonight than I am to the Minnesota Wilds not being able to uh, to be effective. They got a ton of shots on those power plays. It just ended up that Quick was able to make a ton of outrageous saves. On his 40-save night, he made 12 saves on the power play. Now, it wasn't, it wasn't a perfect power play here tonight. There was one, I believe, early on that was kind of a mess. And so it's not perfect, but... Honestly, the goals are just going to come in bunches. The fact that this team gets shots on the power play, that top top power play unit looked pretty good tonight. If they continue to get shots, the goals will follow. So all that that's all they need to do is instead of passing, just light the goalie up um, and just continue to shoot. Pepper the net and the goals will follow. Um, 
Aaron mentioning, curious to see who sits when Jared Spurgeon returns, hopefully during the New York trip. I think it'll be Damon Hunt. I mean, at this point, between the two, if you ask me to make a decision between keeping Dakota Mermis up and Damon Hunt, I'm keeping Dakota Mermis. It's it's ironic because Mermis is the captain for the Iowa Wild, and he may have played himself into a permanent role on this Minnesota Wild decor because I, I, I don't know. I don't think there is any chance for you to go back to John Merrill and expect that things are going to continue. Now, I will mention, because a couple of people have said it, the only way that John Merrill can get sent to Iowa because he is on a one-way contract is if he would be put on waivers. But, again, I don't think anybody's going to claim him, so maybe... Maybe it's worth a shot, but again, he's on a one-way contract, and so unless he's slapped on waivers, he's he's up here. But I think the press box is the perfect spot for him the rest of the season. I just I like what we've seen from Dakota Mermis. There's no we there's no reason to put him back in the um, put him back in the box. Tracy, would it be a loss if somebody claims John Merrill? No, I don't know if there's anything where the wild are on the hook for that contract. That's the only thing. Um, if, if not, then do it yesterday. Dakota Mermis can fill that spot. No problem. Um, so I, I would say that that needs to be a move that's made in the near future. And, you know, maybe if you, Maybe if somebody claims him, that frees up some cap space for later. Point being, keep Dakota Mermis in the lineup. When Jared Spurgeon returns, it'll be Damon Hunt headed back down. But then you keep Mermis in. Uh, Beyond that, the Minnesota Wilds pick up a nice 5-4 to shootout win here. A resilient come-from-behind effort. Offense was buzzing all night. And uh, we're going to celebrate this one um, for probably the rest of this night into uh, Tuesday. But I think that will wrap it up for tonight's Lockdown Wild postcast. Again, we appreciate everybody joining the conversation here tonight. Justin, Urban, B, Denny, Sharkboy, Ben, Jeremy, Tracy, Aaron, uh, everybody that joined in. Travis was in here earlier. Gary, Aiden. Michael, everybody that tuned in to uh, make this another elite Lockdown Wild postcast. We thank you for joining us. We'll be back at it on Tuesday. And guess what this means? Because the Minnesota Wild won tonight, Victory Micheletti Monday on Monday. So be sure to tune in for that as the Minnesota Wilds head on the road starting on Tuesday. Again, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe on YouTube and your favorite podcast platforms so you don't miss out on any A-plus Lockdown Wild content. We have new episodes for you every Monday through Friday, plus pre- and post-game content every game, all part of the Locked On Podcast Network.